Cosmere can be a confusing place. From Allomancy to Surge Binding, there's a lot to look out for. We're your hosts and escorts to the realms. I'm Griff. And I'm Alex. And, and this, this is, is the Silverlight Silver Guide to the Cosmere. All right, Griff, what have we got today? We have got the Knights Radiant. But before that, a word from our... No, we don't have any sponsors, but... We'd be willing to have sponsors. That's right. Um, but the sponsor of us all, God, a.k.a. Brandon Sanderson. Ah, okay. I was going to say, are we talking about honor here? <laughs> uh, no. They do uh, call honor the Almighty. They do. Doesn't seem that way. Okay, but... Actually, I don't know if I brought this up initially. Oh, dear God. But no, no, no. There was something really interesting here. A comparison. Because um, Honor was called the Almighty. Yeah. After he was initially Honor. Like, like he started as Honor. And right. then he started worshipping him as the Almighty. The interesting thing is that, and not to offend anybody's sensibilities, what people want to believe is they are free to believe, whatever it is. Not going into that. God, Yahweh, probably started as a storm and war god before being uplifted to the status of Almighty. Makes sense, given the flood and the fighting. Right, exactly. So, And various things like calming the seas, Jesus being able to calm the seas, like one of the specific things was that the weather was only the purview of God. That oh. only God could calm or control the weather. It was not an option available to other people. Now, of course, Catholic saints and all that, that's whatever. That that came later. But, but I thought it was in, an interesting comparison. Sure. Because you had honor with the Storm Father, and part of honor creates the war the war light. And then you had the storm father, which was, you know, a creation of honor and then honor being raised up to the almighty. Sure. It was, yeah. It was an interesting comparison. It is interesting. Well, that's it for today, folks. <laughs> yep. Nope. That's the, that's, that's the episode. Yep. Knight's order. Uh, Knight's radiance. <laughs> yes. Orders the, Knight, of Knight's... the orders no. of the Knight's uh, radiant. But even before that, um, They've started shipping the Sadoverse boxes. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. they have. There's news. There's um, the first book review book club of Tress and the Emerald Sea is on YouTube. Um, this is a group of five people that Sanderson selected to discuss Tress and the, and the Tress of the Emerald Sea. Oh, okay. Um, they include a couple of booktubers, um, one of the employees of uh, Dragonsteel a mycologist or rather an influencer that talks about fungi My, gotcha um and i don't remember what the guy was from anyways uh so they they talk about parts one through three or something of trust oh, okay uh, yeah that's on youtube uh it was fairly interesting to listen to um not too far off from our review of it honestly Fair. um and then we just got an update from the Indiegogo for all of you deluxe slipcase hardcover comics, which is really just us at this point. Um, potentially you, if you are one of those people and also one of the 16 people subscribed um, or following, following. Click that follow button. Um, yeah, no. Uh, so something about hoping to have everything printed again by march 31st okay i don't believe them no so, nor do i i don't i don't like dates that end at the end of the month because <laughs> that's um so i'm gonna bet at the end of april yeah God, if it gets to june that will have been what a year I think or so. july a year i'm not sure i don't know either yeah um, it's been a while yeah and 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 actually you know the production of of books is really hitting Sanderson hard everywhere because Tress still hasn't shipped for a lot of people. Oh, really? Including us. Um, oh, yeah, no, that's right. true. We haven't. <laughs> we listened uh, to it. I completely forgot. Hey, there's yep. actually a book I'm supposed to get along with. That's that. right. Um, I believe they're picking up there. Um, and 
I think I share the sentiment with some other people that I hope we get our copies before the um, trade version comes out. Yeah, April. I hope so. Um, not that big of a deal because it's still the premium. Right. That'll never be made again. Probably, no, but so. still, it's it'll yeah. be a little bit irksome. A little weird. A little weird. Um, um, and so the Saito, the Saito box, Saitoverse box, that's the, the young adult spaceship series that's the, right yeah, the sci-fi yeah okay um which I read the first one and part of the second one i didn't get all the way through it i have not read any of them uh, it was all right yeah I, um i was gonna see if uh the school library had them or something i would recommend i think i believe did i listen to the first one or did i actually read read the first one if you can get it on Hoopla, get it on Hoopla. That was good. It's okay. I need to get Hoopla to begin with. You do need to get Hoopla. Is that taking um, a library card? It does take a library card. Um, however, library card. Uh, I don't know if it works. I don't know if Carrollton even has a library. They to... do. Okay. I don't know if it works with Carrollton. Okay. I know I got it through um, the Fort Worth... The Ulysses, oh, the Ulysses okay. Library, gotcha. because my mom worked there, and so I was able to get a. I mean, that was super easy. It, For sure, even before I moved. Um, so because I know it, it is aligned with specific libraries. Well, I'll just look. I'm not gonna get upset over it. Yeah, it's... like the the nice thing about it is that it doesn't rely on your library's right catalog. Right. Like that's that's the super nice thing about Hoopla is that it has its own catalog. So even though it's kind of sponsored by your library, it doesn't rely on their selection of audiobooks. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, so Hoopla, but, if you want to sponsor us. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, we'll we'll take that. We'll sing your praises forever. Indeed. Cuz wait, aren't they free to use if you have a library card? It is. Uh, you only get seven downloads a month. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't. There is actually no way to go over that. You cannot like pay money to get additional downloads or anything. No, you hit seven, you're out. You have to lobby Congress for them to change the rules. Apparently, yes. That's probably it. Anyways, um, however, um, Cytoverse was okay. It yeah. was not necessarily my favorite. It wasn't terrible. But it wasn't necessarily my favorite. Sure. I like Steelheart a little bit more. Oh, okay. I kind of wish you were coming out with a Steelheart. It, wait, is one of the boxes Steelheart related? No, they are. Ten of them are Cosmere. Right. Cytoverse. Dragonsteel. Mm. Kind of wish they had done Steelheart instead of Cytoverse, but... Yeah, but with um, whatever one is coming out this November. Right, yeah, no, it is Cytoverse. Defiant? And, like, that's the... Is it Defiant coming out this November? I don't remember. Maybe I'll get I, really into it. Maybe. I, I I liked the Steelheart universe a little bit more. The idea that it, it was kind of like the boys, but... That's what I gathered. It, it's kind of like the boys mixed fe with Feudal Japan. I'm going to need to make another cup of coffee to get that foul taste out of my mouth. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So what happens is that instead of it being like the boys where superheroes are all celebrities that are, you know, like praised in the media and everything. Right. Um, all super powered people are evil to some degree or another. And most of the ultra powerful ones have sectioned off a piece of the world as their own kingdom. Which is why I said like feudal Japan. Gotcha. Uh, so yeah, it's not like they're media figures or anything like that. It's they are the absolute rulers of their little piece of like I know Steelheart himself, which is what the first book is named after. I know that's not the actual series, but I don't remember what the series is called. The Reckoners, Reckoners, right? Um, he has Chicago, like Chicago and a section of the lake is Steelheart's domain. Huh. So he he rules basically the entirety of Chicago 
Not over Harry Dresden's body. Well, this is not that world. Yeah. Uh, But, and like his, the thing about Steelheart is that he can make anything around him into steel. That's one of his abilities, not his only, but that is one of it. And so his palace is actually set on the steeled, like steel made waters of. Okay, that's pretty cool. The lake, uh, yeah, near Chicago. Like, he he actually turned part of the waters of the lake into steel and then set his palace on that. Lake Michigan. Lake Michigan, yeah. So, um, and they travel to various other cities as the book series goes on. So... Right. But yeah, so, so it is kind of the boys, as I said, mixed with feudal Japan because they are these rulers of these sections. They have henchmen. Like, they have other super-powered, less powerful super-powered people under them that are kind of like their lieutenants and things. Sure. So, but yes, the Reckoners are humans, regular humans, that are... I see. ...setting out to kill these super-powered people because what they have found is that every super-powered person... And I'm not spoiling the This is basic premise of the book. They find that every single superpowered person has a weakness. And if the superpowered person is exposed to that weakness, they are basically depowered temporarily. So you can kill them because most high level uh, supers have either an invulnerability or a regenerative ability of some sort. That means that they can't die by conventional means. So they have to find the weakness, expose them to the weakness and then kill them. Makes sense. So, it was actually a pretty cool concept, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Um, but anyway, not the point. Not right? the, the point. Not of the this, point. The point of this episode is the Knights Radiant. Yes. Everybody's uh, everybody's favorite hyperflexible mythology. <laughs> Jesus. So a, coin, a term coined. Actually, I did not know this. I knew it was used by him. I didn't understand. I didn't know it was coined by him. Coined by Andrew Hussey to explain a mythology in which people can categorize and set themselves uh, into the universe is known as a hyperflexible mythology. So even, say, everybody's most hated turf set of novels, the Harry Potter series, is a hyperflexible mythology right. because people will put themselves into one of the four traditional houses, or then again, they came out with four American houses and all of that. Um, Yes. I've taken those tests. I, I, when I was younger, I did as well. It feels slimy a little bit. A little bit. I've actually found that it's not too terribly hard to hate on something. When I find out that it's, it's made by somebody who's kind of shitty and awful. Yeah. Like even something that I previously enjoyed, I don't find it's that hard to give up. Like, I'm kind of even iffy on watching uh, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, because Chris Pratt's brother is into some white supremacy shit and, like, Chris Pratt has promoted his brother and, like, you might be able to argue that he doesn't know, but... uh... Huh. (sighs) At the same time... Uh, I'm able to completely divorce myself from reality and not worry about those things, which mm. is not great. <laughs> Luckily, Brendan Sanderson so far has not turned out to be problematic. Thank God. That's true. That's for the most part. Like the author himself. I'm not going to say there aren't some as- aspects of that in his book. I think well, it's somewhat sure. hard to get away from that. Well, even then, he's he has publicly... Um, changed his opinion on some things that yes. he has said in the past. Yes, exactly. Which, I mean, if J.K. Rowling did the same. See, that's wholeheartedly. All that, yeah, that that's all that was really needed. Like, yeah. You just need to not double down on your bigotry. <laughs> like, right, right. But anyway. Wow. 
Um, Knights Radiant. Here we are. Yes. So hyperflexible mythology. Hyperflexible mythology. So I think that as we go along, we should also uh, let readers know as we get to that category what order we are in. Oh, sure. Sure. That's fine. Yes. Yeah. So there's there's ten of them. There are ten. Yes. And how does and how does one become a Knight Radiant? A Knight. Yeah. Yes. It, it. Well, it depends on which order you belong to. Sure. But all knights or, or knights radiant start with swearing the first ideal, which uh, we have quoted on this show many times in in various bastardized forms. This this episode would make seventeen or eighteen. Yes, uh, which is life before death, strength before weakness, and journey before destination. That's right. Uh, and I in particular, love the ideal. I love the spirit behind the ideal. I kind of wish that all cop departments would take it on as the principle of the department, because I think in particular, the strength before weakness, which is power makes you fit for service, not fit for rule, is one that a lot of people need to take to heart. I agree. I agree. So they swear the first ideal. They bond yes. with a spren. Yes. Which is a little magic creature. Yes, a little magic creature that represents a concept or an emotion. Yep. And then they get powers. And then they do. They get powers. They get powers based on the spren that they bond with. Yes, and each spren provides two surges that the knights That's right. and those have pa- access to. Powers are called surges. Yes, the powers are called surges. Uh, and then each order itself has a specific resonance dependent on the surges they have access to. Yes. Um, not all of which we have been given explicit info on. Or probably will ever. Potentially. Uh, we do know what the Windrunner's resonance is. And I believe we also know the Lightweaver's resonance. We're talking about the mass with the thing? No, the Lightweavers being able to give substance to their illusions. Oh, that's what I was... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, unless... Oh, that's mass. Shell- you said mass. Yes, yeah, yeah. sorry. Um, I, I misheard. Yeah, no, that that's that's the potential, unless that's a Shallan-specific thing. Right, which, which we don't right. know, because unfortunately Shallan is the main... But anyway, let's start with Let, let's, the first, the yeah. first order... We Which can, is the Windrunners. The Windrunners, yeah. And we'll just kind of pop through these because ultimately this is something you can go look up. And this it's is not true. That interesting, but discussing them overall right. is interesting. So the the Windrunners, yes, bond with Honor Spren. Bond with Honor Spren. Um, they are all about protection. That is yep. that is what their ideals are. Their oaths will be formed around protection. Right. Uh, they uh, get adhesion and gravitation. Yes. Which I mentioned in last episode, Odium calls adhesion the false surge. Right, which is fascinating. Yep. And then they share a surge gravitation with, with the Skybreakers. Yes. That bond to High Spren. High Spren, which, which look we, like tears in space, yes. if I remember correctly. And I believe are a holes. Or was it the honor spread that are a holes? Is it mostly? I mean both. Both. I mean the high spread. The high spread. The, <laughs> the high spread we encounter in uh, Shadesmar are assholes. Yes, except for those that stand up and are like, "We will join." Right. Yeah. 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 Um. So, and th- one of their surges, which is Skybreakers. Yeah, the Skybreakers. Uh, they division. have division. Yes, division is shared with the Dustbringers. That's right. Uh, Dustbringers are, I believe, the knights, the order that we currently have the least information on, because we have seen them, but we do not have any really good representation of what they can do. Yeah, because um, Teravangian had some Dustbringers right. in his retinue. And that's really the only example we've seen. Yes, they have division and abrasion. Yes. And they bond with Ashbren. Yes. Which is cool. And they share abrasion with edge dancers. Right. And edge dancers bond with cultivation spren. 
Yes. And also have progression. Well, and so um, Dustbringers are all about destruction, but destruction right. within... Uh, oh, we need to go back. Skybreakers are all about law. Oh, sure, sure. Holding to the law, following the law. That's what their ideals are all centered around. Dustbringers are all about destruction with um, restraint. Yes. Constructive destruction, effectively. Although I think that could easily be bastardized. Probably. Probably. Um, and then edge dancers are all about remembering. Making sure that people are remembered and recognized. Yes. Yes. Um, and they have, again, they have progression, which they share with truth watchers. Right. And, and the truth watchers are, as their name suggests, about finding the truth. Yes. And they bond with Miss Bren. Yes. Although the two that we've seen thus far, well, I know the one, which is Renarin. But also Relaine. Oh, yeah. Are bonded with... What's the term for mutated? It's the mutated spread. Um, is it the mutated? Not mutated is not the word. Corrupted. Corrupted spread. Yes. yes. Odium yes. spread. No. No. It, see, that's there's, ugh, there's too many categories. It's because it's Jean, not. Yeah, I know. And see, that's the thing. We have the odium spread, and then we have the you the, mean the spren. Void spren? No, not odium? the void spread. The unmade. Yeah, the unmade, okay. and then we have the the freaking corrupted spren, yeah, which are like freed or whatever, yeah. which is probably the truth given, you know. Yeah, but does. but yeah, and so the interesting thing about the truth watchers and their resonance, just I'm going to hop in here because I think it is still their resonance, even though. Obviously, Renarin is attached to a corrupted spren, so this could be incorrect. But they seem to be able to give uh, vision or give give image to their visions that they can share with other people, because Renarin is able to show his visions to Dalinar, I believe. Did he though? I believe so. I believe he actually gave like. He gave it to he he gave somebody the ability to see his visions. It wasn't just him, because they appear as stained glass. Right. We we. Yeah, we see him. Right. See visions as stained glass. Yes, but I believe he gives the ability to see it to someone, and I figured that that was a combination of their ability to light weave. Right, with the surge of illumination. Right. Um, uh, let's see. I am. I'll call for I'll call for more research on that. Okay. Because the way that I interpreted the two times that he was using the vision, right, and um, he was with somebody else. It it was my understanding in those two chapters that he was seeing them. He was seeing the stained glass, right. Um, in one chapter, Yasna is going to kill him. Yeah, I remember that right. one. She yeah. doesn't see it. Right, no, I wasn't. But then the other one with Dalinar, right? You're talking about the one with Dalinar? I thought so. I thought he was able to show his vision. Maybe. To them. But the special thing about the vision, though, is that it may or may not be the resonance. It may or may not be because they're bonded with corrupted spread. Right, exactly. Because the two truth watchers we've seen have both both been corrupted and both do the stained glass thing. So, um, however, that leads into the Lightweavers. That's right. Uh, which Shalon is one of the main characters. Yes. She is a Lightweaver. One of the most loved characters 
Eventually. Kidding. Yeah. I always I didn't think her chapters were that boring. I, I didn't what, actually think they were that boring. I, I will what, freely admit they didn't have the punch the Kaladins. Oh did, yeah, but, but they weren't supposed to. No, they weren't I supposed think to. If they if we didn't have Shalon's chapters, it would almost be it wouldn't be near as bad as like Red Rising by Dan Brown, uh, right? In terms of the action never stops, but her chapters are. Yeah, they are. Little, they are a breath between the. They action. are a breath. Um, um, or they're really cool reveals. However, light weavers um, can create illusions. Yes, and then they also have. Uh, it's not called transformation. What is it called? No, it is. Oh, it's called transformation. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, transformation. So they can transform one item into or one substance into another substance. Yes. Like she transforms a cup. Is it a cup into blood? I think so. Yeah. Um, and they are all about revealing truths. Personal truths. Personal truths. To so the truth watchers are all about finding and revealing universal truths. Right. But, uh, oh, and... Um, truth watchers. Yeah, truth watchers. Well, so, uh, no, Lightweavers bond with cryptic, crypt, crypt, yeah, cryptics. Cryptics, yes. yes. Or Lyspren, as some people will call them. Sure. They don't They don't personally like that term. Delicious but, lies. Yeah, delicious lies. Uh, yes, I love um, Kate Redding's interpretation of pattern. Of pattern, yes. Um, however, uh, yes, they are all about personal truths, revealing personal truths that they may not have even admitted to themselves yet. Yeah. Um, to advance in their ideals. Yes. Yeah, which is interesting. And then that moves into the Else Callers, which is my personal... Oh, you're, you are a Truth Watcher, are you I not? Yes, when I took the quiz, yes. Truth Watcher, followed closely by Skybreaker. True. Um, and then Lightweaver, So you could go... Weird. Yeah, you could go... Truth Watcher would be my chosen. Fair. Um, um, yeah, but Else Caller is yours. Yes, Else Caller is mine. And um, Else Callers have uh, transformation and... Is it called transportation? It sure is. Okay, yeah. So they can specifically use theirs to trans, uh, to to change dimensions and travel to Shadesmar from, uh, the material world. Yes. And then back if they still have enough um, stormlight to do so. Yes. Yeah. And we are not sure what their ideals. They're, no, around. we do know. Their we ideals do. are all about personal, uh, like, progression. Oh, okay. Yeah, forwarding, uh, bettering themselves specifically. Like, becoming more of who they personally should be. Ah. Like, their ideal self. Interesting. Yes. So the Lopin is an else card because he became his ideal self. Uh, Just when, kidding. Yeah, no. But, like, Yasna is all about right. mastering herself making sure that and they do there there does seem to be an underlying so with yasna we see something interesting which is she seems to be praised for her logic yes and they do bond with logic spren yes or no ink spren i'm sorry ink they, bring with, ink they ink bond spren. with ink spren now that said while yasna is praised with her ability to see things in a very logical manner to which she is praised for being almost spren-like in that way. Uh, it is also said that else callers have um, theologians mm. among their number, which I feel is almost antithetical to the very logic-based way of viewing it. So, great question. But no, they are they are very much about mastering themselves. That's right. And so uh, they also, so they have transportation. Yes, they can move into Shadesmar and back. And that they that they share with Will Shapers. Yes. Which we've seen technically two of. Yes. Um, uh, we have seen, which they have transportation and stone. That is cohesion. Cohesion, yes. There we go. Uh, which I found was an interesting thing for the Will Shapers. Insofar as I'm... With a lot of them, you can kind of see how their abilities uh, align with their ideals. Yeah. 
Uh, however, the cohesion and and um, transportation, I can sort of see uh, aligning with their ability or their their ideals, which is um, freedom of expression. Yes. Everybody should be free to make their own choices, make their own choices and everything like that. And freeing those who are captive. Yes. Uh, and so that I definitely see. And I think what's interesting is that, so we have the gates in Eurothiru, uh, the... Oathgate. Is that what they're called? The Oathgates? Pretty sure. There's a term for them. Anyway, regardless. Um, and they can transport people from one Oathgate to another. Right. But with the... Else colors, we absolutely see that they can travel from the material plane to Shadesmar and back. They can't travel from one material place to another unless they travel to Shadesmar and then walk there. And then, right. so I think what we're going to see is that the st- or the will shapers are going to be the ones that can transport physically from one place to another. Right. That's my guess. We we have no uh, confirmation on that, but right. right. Considering that people's the same abilities can display themselves differently with different knights, uh, different orders, that is my guess. Yeah, and then we have the stone wards. That's right. Which are uh, cohesion and tension. Tension. And they bond with peakspren. Peakspren. Interesting. Yes. Oh, what do uh, will shapers bond with? Lightspren. Lightspren. Yes, that's right. So peak spren, uh, yes. Um, and tension is is that the large? No, that's the small binding. Um, yes, yes. So so where adhesion bonds things on a macro level, uh, tension bonds things on a micro level. If I'm correct. Alter the stiffness of, of an object. Okay. Repair inanimate objects. We do see that. Yeah. Though through another order. Yeah, so it so tension through the bondsmiths allowed them to repair things. Right. As a complement. Um, stone shaping is the use of cohesion. Yeah, to... that that's absolutely yeah. cohesion. Yeah. Um and what are their ideals based around? Uh, Do we have any example of the Stone Ward ideals? Let's see. Uh Team dynamics, leaning learning to work with others. Okay, not so being teamwork. there for those who need them. Okay. Teamwork and camaraderie. Yeah. Okay. And then we have the Bondsmiths. That's as right. our final uh, order. And they are adhesion and tension. That's right. Uh, and so they can repair things, bring things together. They are all about creating bonds. Yes. Uh, and so we do see Dalinar fix a temple shrine statue something yeah something very large like that with his abilities yes um and the bondsmiths there's only three of them there are only three yes and we only have two active at the moment yes we have dalinar with the storm father and then we have navani uh with the sibling now with the bondsmith with the Stormfather, we know that there are certain abilities that come with him specifically uh, making a pact with the Stormfather. Okay. Uh, one is uh, Honor's Perpendicularity. I believe that that is just a Dalinar thing. Yeah. Um, though it could be we're not sure if it's a bonded with the Stormfather thing or if it's a bonded with the Stormfather and it's Dalinar 
or if it's right because Bond I have or... I have brought the theory forward that Dalinar is going to replace Honor in the right. same way that Teravangian replaces right uh, Odium, which would be an interesting way for Dalinar to get out of his deal with Odium. Sure, I just realized that would be yeah. But anyway, um, what I am interested to see, and also we know that Dalinar can accompany. Uh, the Stormfather in the High Storms. Yes. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what Navani can do with the sibling. Everything in the tower. She can just see everything in the tower. I mean, you're probably not wrong. Yeah. Because she can see all the systems of the tower right. and activate them. So it would not surprise me if she has some sort of... Uh, not necessarily omniscience, but ever-present sight that she sure. can just move around at will. Localized omniscience. No. No. Uh, no, no. But anyway. Uh, actually, I believe it would be um, ESP. Extrasensory perception. Ah. Being able to move your senses to another place. Uh, regardless, yes, she bonds the sibling, and we do not know what additional abilities come with that yet. Yeah. But I'm sure it will be revealed. What will be interesting is um, yes. I'll be interested to see if we get a Bondsmith for uh, the Night Watcher. For the Night Watcher. It'll also be interesting to see if we get a sibling for or not a sibling, a, a Bondsmith for Spren that are tied to the other mixed lights. Yeah, although I think Cultivation and Odium and Odium and Honor would have to do whatever kind of reproduction a shard does with another. This is true, which could be awkward. The intermingling of infinities. But uh, I believe that wraps up our classifications of the Knights Radiant. Yeah. So which one is the best? Well, else caller, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, look at Yasna. Like, yeah. I mean, she 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 climbs up air that she turns to stone. Yeah, and then creates a a patch of burning oil in the way of somebody flying at her to attack her, which she senses because she notices the spren around her reacting. She doesn't even need to see them. Like yeah. her her battle scene in uh the fields of what? Phelan Field? The Phelan Fields, yeah, fight. Yeah. That was just superb. It was cool. It was absolutely cool. Yeah. Uh so I will also say that most Knights Radiant Um, seem to orient themselves towards their first I or their second ideal more than their first. Okay, like the Windrunners absolutely gear more towards gravitation than they do adhesion. I'm not saying they don't use adhesion, like Kaladin does in some very badass ways, especially right. in the Tower. But they do seem much more centered around gravitation, right? Uh, and then you have the Skybreakers, which we haven't actually seen a whole lot. They do actually seem to gear themselves towards gravitation as well. So Yeah, I think with when you have two, it's just one of them is gonna be used more often or is yeah. more useful. because uh, I think they mentioned in Rhythm of War there's a light weaver that's really good at, at doing the transformation. Um, compared to right, the others. Right, yes, yes, yes. So. But yeah, so anybody can uh, put themselves into one of the Knight's Order or the Order Radiant Orders. Um, there is an official quiz That's right. for people to take if they so desire. And one of the th nice things about it that I like is that it will, just right there on the first page, it will show you the breakdown of what you ranked via right. different night orders. So 
Yeah. I particularly like that. You don't have to go searching for that info or anything. No, it gives you all that straight up. Yeah. And another nice thing is Sanderson was like, well, if you don't like what you got on the quiz, it matters most what you feel. Like. Right. And so, I mean, I think that's absolutely something because they are creating these bonds with the spren. I don't think you could ever bond a spren that you didn't want right. or didn't like or didn't feel like you had common ideals with. So Right. Like, Kaladin was like, can I say, or can I really say the ideal if I don't mean it? Or will it mean anything if I don't mean it? Right. And the Stormfather was like, zip. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> what else is there to talk about with the uh... I mean do we want to talk about the uh, the blades I guess so yeah so when they su- swear their second third? oath the th- third? no you're right the third third the third third, yes. ideal. third, third ideal um, when they swear their third ideal their spren gained the ability to turn into a, a weapon blade well yes, yeah a weapon yeah so it doesn't have to be a blade it can be any shape yeah it can be any shape like Kaladin's turns into a spear very often uh yeah a not shield, a, not exclusively but a sword so yes uh your spren gains the the capability of taking on the aspects of a solid object yes and can change that object at will uh, it also looks very pretty. I believe shard blades and shard plate are considered to be made of tenavastium. Uh, it says somewhere on the copper mind. I don't know if the spren blade and and spren armor would be considered that as well. Uh, I don't believe so because I believe well. So interestingly enough, one of the things that Brandon Sanderson said was that a single shard blade has more investiture in it than the entire uh, Bands of Mourning right. ability from Mistborn, which has stores of every uh, Mistborn investiture. So I found that was interesting. Unless he said that after he knew that the Bands of Mourning were emptied. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Uh, but when they swear the fourth ideal, they get... Uh, their armor. Their armor. Yes. Made out of their minor spren of yeah. a similar type like the honor spren get wind wind uh wind spren right and i believe the uh ink spren get logic spren should and it seems like the bondsmiths get uh well the bondsmiths well and the bondsmiths are kind of a unique thing which is they cannot call their spren as shard blades well, we're not sure about the tower or the sibling for that quite yet. But yeah, no. Uh, the Stormfather told Dalinar that bad things would happen if he ever did. Uh, and then the Honor Spren were like, Ooh, he tried it. He tried to kill the Stormfather. Like, yo. Uh, one of the things that I will find interesting, and this is just my own prediction, is that I think that Dalinar will pull the Stormfather as a blade. Uh, in his duel against Odium's champion. Interesting. I don't think so. Fair. We can save that for our Stormlight 5 uh, pre... What do we call those? What's the word there? Theories. Pre-release? No, like when we talk about things that might happen in a book. Predictions? Yes, that's the word. Yes. Yeah, no, you're you are correct. We can we can orient that towards yeah. a different thing. Indeed. Indeed. I don't know if there's that much more to mention. No. No, probably not. But it is a hyperflexible mythology. It is. Did we talk about the Bondsmith's ideals? Oh, no. They're all dealing with unity. Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's kind of there in the name. Yeah. Bond. I will say there is one quote in there, and it is, I believe, one of Dalinar's ideals that I love the answer to, which is, what is the most important step a man can take? 
the next one. And it, yeah, instead of the first one or anything like that, it is the next one. Yeah. Always the next one. And I think that that was very beautiful. I love yeah, that. That was cool. But yes, I believe that yep. is it. Yep. <sighs> so next, are we dealing with the surges next episode in depth? Is there much more to say on them? Well, I mean... They do things. They do do things. If they yeah. do things while connected to a Dawn Shard, they destroy the things. Yes. Dawn Shard. Which we only have one aspect of, or yeah. one example of, and yeah. we should probably save that for an episode. I think we've already uh, talked. I mean, we've really only we've re- we talked about it in the Adelnasium. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did forever ago. Um, no, I mean, I guess we did get each ideal. Uh, just to go quick over, adhesion pulls two objects together or oh, fastens yeah. them together after they are already together. Sure. Which uh, Kaladin uses in a very badass way to adhere. Uh, he adheres somebody to a wall, and then uses gravitation to attract their head to the floor to the point where it tears itself off the body. Oh, I thought he used adhesion on the, on the head to the floor. No, I I felt it was gravitation because he, he adheres the dude to the wall yeah, and then he gravitates the head to the floor. Sure. Okay. And, and that literally rips it off the body, which was just, So absolutely brutal. Just a brutal way to die. And like, that was that was right when um, Odium thought he was about to have his champion. Yep. So that was cool. Um, and then, uh, let's see. So that's adhesion and gravitation. Yeah. Gravitation also allows you to fly. In, insofar as it allows you to fall in right. uh, different directions. Yes. Which is effectively flying. Uh, and then there's the Skybreakers, which can fly, and the Division is destroying things, kind of? Right. Well, like, we see a guy do some, like, a guy or a girl do some kind of wood art, like, almost wood-burning kind of art with theirs in a table. Like, they do a symbol with the oh. division thing in the wood. And so we, we don't have a whole lot of info on division, to no. be honest. We sure don't. Even though we do have a main character, Skybreaker. I guess we'll probably get more on that in the Knights of Wind and Truth. Yes. Uh, so let's see. Division and... Uh... Abrasion. Abrasion. Thank you. I was going to be like, I know... There was a term which uh, seems to make the user frictionless. Yes. Or near frictionless. Uh, in. Uh, and then there's uh, progression, which is healing, specifically healing of bodily, though maybe mental. We don't know. We haven't yeah. explored that. That's true. Uh, oh, and also it can bring back limbs that had been severed by. A shard blade, which Stormlight regularly can do that as sure. well. Um, and then illumination, yes, illumination. which is uh, the uh, illusions that Shalon yes. can make, and uh, wit, yeah. and wit can make them as well. Uh, and then after that, we have. Else calling. So it's yes, else calling. Sorry, yeah. So transformation. No, no, light weavers. Well, we talked oh, about illumination. Oh, right. We talked about illumination. Yes. So. Did we talk about progression? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we talked about progression. We're here. So tired. So transformation. Transformation, we did mention, can transform one substance into another. They seem to be somewhat limited on the substances they can do, but that also comes with mastery. The, right. The more practice they are at it, the more varied they can be with what forms they transform one thing into another. Right. Like Jasna literally transforms a guy into crystal. Uh, transportation 
again, eh, because for the else callers, it seems to allow them to go into Shadesmar, but I'm going to guess for the will callers, it allows will them shapers. to transport, or the will shapers, it allows them to transport from one place to another, so... Cohesion. Yes, cohesion allows. Um, I don't know if it's specifically with stone or if it's with other things as well. I think it's with other things. But uh, it allowed her to kind of stick her limb into that like it was water. Yeah. Pushing it out of the it. way. Yeah. Then tension. And then tension, which we talked about healing. And it's, it's kind of like um, nuclear bonding versus gravity sure like the the what is it called in the weak nuclear force and the strong nuclear force versus gravity which is a whole different thing so that's that's tends to be how i make sense of it in my mind where adhesion is gravity sort of and then um tension is like the nuclear attraction so yeah Uh, but we, I believe that's... Yeah, and then we run back out at adhesion. Yes. And then we just keep going. It's just a circle. Continual circle. This episode is an avatar of the spiral. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by... Brought to you by the Magnus Archives. Uh, we are not sponsored by them, but if they want to sponsor us, I will not say no. Yeah. Uh, or I guess it would be, have to be the Magnus Pro- Protocol. The Magnus... What? Rusty Quill. Yeah, there you Talk go. Talk to us. Um, but no, I believe that is it when it comes to night radiant orders. That's right. That's right. So, um, yeah. What, uh, what are you listening to nowadays? Uh, currently I just listened to Psalm for the Wild Built. Okay. Which I know you are currently reading. Yep. So we should have Uh, a review of that coming out soon. Yes. And then I just started rereading the Alex Virus novels, which I only got through the first two, maybe three and I don't remember that much about them. So oh. I just started from number one again sure. because, yeah. Why not? Right. So that's currently what my reading pro- progress or project is. Yeah. I've got um, The Blade Itself by Joe Abercrombie, uh, which is amazing. Great narrator. Great book so far. Good to know. Yep. Um, also reading... Song of the Wild Built and The Promise of Blood. Oh, yes. How are you liking it, by the way? I like it. I just forget it exists. <laughs> I'm technically also reading like three other books, but really Fair. just the Song for the Wild Built and The Promise of Blood. It is quite good. Song of the Wild Both are right, quite good, right. honestly. Um, yeah. But yeah. I believe that's it. Um, we will probably be giving a review of the Sideoverse box when it gets here. Yep. Um, so until then, uh, don't panic, World Hoppers. Life before death, strength before weakness, and knowing all ten surges before destination. Are there only ten of them? Yeah. Right? Every Every order shares... Yeah, yes, Rich Order shares one. So yeah, there's ten surges. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yes. Before destination. The music you hear is part three, The Spirit, from Zavadilla's The Music of Elantris, produced by B-Roll Records. Available now on Apple Music, Spotify, and most music providers. If you like what you hear and you want others to hear it as well, please leave a rate and review. It really helps us get more listeners.